When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are talking about how to handle conflict and communication. This is something that is very common. It happens all of the time, especially when we have all of these challenges and roadblocks when it comes to communication. So how do we handle conflict? How can we handle conflict without letting our emotions get so riled up that we can't even speak or we feel defeated or we feel even more upset than we did initially? So so this episode is really designed to give us some tips on how to handle conflict in the best way. And don't worry, I am going to share with you some effective tips and things you can use in regards to conflict. So we're just not focusing on stay calm, listen to the other person, you know, don't interrupt, but just truly, truly, how do you handle conflict? Because everyone's coming from different spaces, right? And even though we want to have this kumbaya, we are all reflections of each other, we are all one, it doesn't change the fact that we have people that struggle with communication, right? So Let's go ahead and dive in. Now, when it comes to handling conflict, now this is going to vary depending on your environment. However, we do want to create some level of consistency in the way that we handle our conflict because the way we communicate in one place really is going to bleed over into the other areas of our lives. So we don't want to try to remain quote unquote, professional in the workplace and handle conflict a certain way. But when it comes to strangers or when it comes to our family members or our loved ones, we're just going off on them, right? A lot of times we feel a little bit more restricted in the way that we can communicate in the workplace because there are more what? Consequences. However, these are consequences that are applied in regards to policies, right? There are always consequences when we don't handle communication effectively, regardless if we're going to get a pink slip or regardless if someone's going to write us up or put a fine against us. We should always remain consistent and respectful in the way that we handle communication regardless, because there is always a cost somewhere. There is always a consequence that is there when we are just rude or we just say whatever comes to our mind without being tactful. So I hope this episode is helpful for you. Let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing that I want to cover with you is to not allow for things to build up. 
That is truly the best, most effective way to making sure that we're handling things appropriately and not allowing for ourselves to stew over what is said or to let it bother us or to let it ride up and build within until we get so frustrated and then we're trying to come back with rebuttals or we're thinking about what we're going to say the next time we see them. No, there should never be a next time right? Anytime we run into a situation where maybe we feel disrespected, or maybe there's a misunderstanding, or maybe things are just not flowing within the communication, we need to be able to be proactive and handle them as they come up. So when we let things build up and we see a pattern with someone and the way that they're behaving and what they're doing, we have to nip that in the bud immediately. And when we do that, we are going to be a lot less emotional, a lot less flustered and frustrated because when things build up, we explode, right? So when it comes to something that happens, right? Let's say someone says something and is it offensive? Is it the wrong thing that they're saying in regards to the way we are communicating? Is there clarification that is needed? What exactly is the issue, right? It doesn't really matter what it is. Let's have that courage to step up and say, okay, wait a minute. Let me provide some clarification. Could you explain that a little bit more? I'm sorry, I'm not really understanding where you're coming from, right? So let's go ahead and tackle those things as they come up. The more we let those things build up, the more it just feels more personal to us. We feel like we're under attack because of the way that someone may communicate to us or something they've done. And this also goes for within ourselves, right? If we catch ourselves either sabotaging ourselves or doing something that really is not in our best interest, hold yourself accountable, right? We often say this, let's hold each other accountable. Let's be responsible for each other. You can't be responsible for another person and you can't hold another person accountable, right? When you are taking accountability for yourself. You're taking ownership of yourself. That's what accountability means, right? And so no one can really do that for you. Only you can do that for yourself. So we have to truly own up to ourselves. We have to take full responsibility, radical responsibility for our own actions, but we need to make sure we're practicing that pattern within ourselves, not waiting for someone to call us out and hoping we can slip through the cracks and that maybe someone didn't see what we did, but holding ourselves to a higher level of integrity on our own without someone telling us what to do, right? That's really the secret sauce to handling conflict is when we handle it within ourselves first. Because we are the only ones that have the true capability to check us the correct way. No one else can check you the right way, right? Anytime someone's checking you, it's from their perception. It's from their own lens. Only you know what's going on in your mind and what you're feeling and what you were thinking and what you're doing. Everything can be misinterpreted when it's coming from another source. So handle things as they come up. The next thing that I want to cover is to honor your true feelings. A lot of times when it comes to conflict or disagreement or someone's coming at us from a different perspective, we forget our truth. It doesn't mean that 
oh, well, that's not justifiable or, oh, you know, feelings don't mean anything. We have to honor what we're truly feeling because we are feeling that for some reason, right? So when we don't honor our true feelings and what's really bothering us, we can't really get to the root of the issue. So oftentimes we feel something, right? Maybe we don't feel respected or maybe we feel violated or maybe we feel like someone's taking advantage of us or maybe we feel invisible. Whatever we're feeling, we have to honor that because that's what's really creating more of the issue. But when we dismiss it and we're listening to the other person and we say, oh, well, yeah, I guess they have a another point. I didn't think of it that way. I guess I was just overthinking it or I was overreacting. It doesn't change the way you feel, right? Of course, we can be open and see it from different perspectives. And if we receive that certain clarity and it brings us a sense of calmness and understanding, then it's like, okay, got it. Now I understand. But if we totally dismiss what we were feeling in that moment, then those situations may come up again and it makes it more challenging the next time we run into a conflict with someone. The next tip to handling conflict is to take a step back and really look at the issue for what it is. What is really happening? What is really going on? And this can be personal or professional, right? Sometimes we have a hard time articulating what is the real problem because we're so wrapped up in our feelings and our emotions. And although, yes, it's important to honor your feelings, those emotions can sometimes cloud us when we don't honor them or when we don't give them the space they need. But after we feel how we feel, we've acknowledged that, we've honored that, we're saying, I don't feel respected, I don't feel valued, I don't feel appreciated, okay? That is in a box by itself. That's over there on the other side. Now, that's how we're feeling, but what's the real issue here? Is the issue that the person is not communicating with you in the way that you would like to be communicated with? Is the issue that there was a misunderstanding in agreement? What is actually the issue? Is the issue that someone didn't call you at the time you wanted them to call you? Is the issue that someone was late when they said they were going to be on time? What is the actual issue? So just take some time to take a step back, remove yourself from it, and try to get as clear as possible on what the issue really is. Because sometimes when we don't do that, we kind of feel like we're overreacting. We feel like we're overdoing it. And so let's really try our best to look at it from an objective view, right? How is this affecting everything in totality? How is the situation of what's happening affecting you, but affecting others as well? How is this creating disharmony in your life? When it comes to someone being disrespectful, You must always advocate for yourself. You must always stand up for yourself. So many of us don't feel comfortable doing that, right? Unless the situations get extreme, then we feel we need to stand up for ourselves. And I think when we 
talk about standing up for ourselves or advocating for ourselves, we think we must be aggressive. We think we must yell and scream and fight back. But advocating for yourself is truly doing what you need in your best interest in that moment. Standing your ground, listening to yourself. And when someone has the audacity, regardless of their condition, to be disrespectful to you, you teach them that that is unacceptable by standing up for yourself, by saying, no, I will not accept that. I don't care if it's friends, family, work, whatever. When someone takes it upon themselves to gather enough energy to be disrespectful, we can respectfully take care of ourselves in that moment and say, I hear what you're saying. And maybe that didn't come out the right way. This is the way that I received it. This is the impact that it's having on me. Or this is how it's affecting our relationship. And I cannot continue to move forward in this way. Just by saying that, we're not insulting the other person. We're not pointing the other finger. We're not saying, well, you, 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 you. I am this. I am, I am, I am. It's just saying, hey, listen, pause, stop. I'm not tolerating what you're giving me. I'm not accepting what you're giving me. And I'm letting you know that if you continue this, this will create this type of energy or interaction or dynamic that we really don't want. And people need that feedback. Otherwise, they're going to keep doing it, right? And they may pull back and say, oh, well, I was just kidding. Or, well, well, I had to say something or, uh, you know, like people will always try to justify reasons of being disrespectful. But we will always need to make sure we're standing up for ourselves, regardless of who it is. They're just people, right? Sometimes we make people bigger than what they are. They are just people. They are human beings just like you and I. And so we don't deserve to be disrespected. If we've truly been disrespected. Now there's a difference in disagreement and disrespect. If someone is insulting you, if they have said something about your character that is untrue, if they are being demeaning or rude towards you, if they are being condescending, if they're just not creating a safe, loving environment in the way that they communicate, then it's not very respectful, right? And sometimes we view a loving, safe environment as something that's super sweet and, oh, you're the best person in the world. But sometimes that's also just saying, hey, I see better in you, or that's really not going to be a good option, or hey, this isn't right. It is what is creating wholeness in the connection or the dynamic. If what is being communicated does not do that, we must address it, right? Sometimes we view If someone just doesn't agree with us as disrespect, and that's not true, we all have our own perceptions and perspectives of things, but how can we communicate without butting heads, right? How can we get to a level of understanding, even in disagreement? So now I'm going to share with you just a shutdown phrase that you can use in times where someone is being disrespectful towards you. And you can start it off with saying, listen. I am sure 
that you are not trying to, okay, we're going to fill in the blank. And what you're going to fill in the blank with is how they're making you feel. So, hey, listen, I'm sure you're not trying to be rude. Hey, I'm sure you're not trying to be condescending towards me. Hey, listen, I'm sure that you're not trying to disrespect me or embarrass me or humiliate me in front of all these people. However, I can't continue fill in the blank, right? This next piece fill in the blank is what you are not going to continue to do if they keep continuing with their behavior. So I'm sure you're not trying to be disrespectful towards me, but I can't continue working with you if you're going to communicate like that. Hey, listen, I'm sure you're not trying to be condescending, but I cannot continue to visit you this often if you're going to continue to communicate with me that way. However it fits for the situation, you know, utilize the context where you see fit. But just using that phrase just really shuts down whatever they're throwing at you and lets them know what you're not going to tolerate. And you'd be surprised how very effective that is. You're not being rude. You're not insulting them. You're not yelling at them, but you're letting them know, listen, there's a boundary that's here. You're crossing it and we're not going to deal with that. We're not going to tolerate that. That's how we're going to utilize our assertive communication skills. Okay. Now, oftentimes we have people that are trying to contradict you. This is very common amongst, I'm sorry to say this, I know, some of the younger generations, I'll say that, (laughs) where, you know, everything is becoming quote unquote politically correct, right? You know, everyone's coming out with different terms to use because everyone is protecting each other's feelings and whatnot. You know, sometimes people are just talking their normal language. They don't mean anything by it. They're not coming from a certain place. But you have certain people that are very anal about certain things or certain words. And they will try to correct you in that moment. Now, the problem with when we try to correct someone when they're speaking is that what are we not doing in that moment? We are not connecting. We are not communicating. We are judging, we are criticizing, and we are not really in that present moment. We are looking for ways of trying to make sure that we are, quote unquote, being heard, but we're not even listening, right? We're not listening to what the person is really saying. And sometimes it's not even younger generation. Sometimes you have people that just want to correct you all of the time. Have you ever met someone like that? What do you do, right? Whenever someone tries to correct you, validate them. I listened to this one interview where this guy was talking about how he went to grab a coffee and he was with his wife and his wife likes for him to order for her. And so as he was approaching the barista, he said, hi, yes, I want to grab just a green tea for my wife. And the barista said, I'm sorry, did you mean partner. And he said, no, I meant wife, right? So we have to be respectful to one another in the sense, if that's what they are comfortable with saying, then what is it any of our business, right? But in that moment, you could say, yes, you're correct. She is a partner for me, but she is also my wife. 
right? So I hear you. I'm validating you. However, this is what I mean. This is what I am communicating. This is what this word means to me, right? Or when you say, yeah, there were like 15,000 people there. And someone says, no, it wasn't. It was 14,050. Okay, you are correct. It is 14,050. However, because there were just so many people there, I felt the need to estimate it. So that way you just understand the volume of people that were there, right? And you'll be amazed at how much people just don't have anything left to say after that. They're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. When it comes to handling conflict, we want to make sure that we are not going back and forth with the other person and we are not cutting them off when they're speaking. So this can happen a lot when we're growing frustrated and we're talking to this person and we're just not seeing eye to eye and we're really tuned out, we're checked out, we don't want to hear what they have to say. And it's like, yeah, 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 okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. And we do have to allow for the other person to get everything out and to make sure that, you know, when it is your time to talk, you establish that time to talk. When you're speaking, you are in control of the time that you're speaking. You can say, excuse me, may I interject for a moment? Right? If we find that the person's rambling on, they're going on to the next, you know, point. It's like, whoa, let's handle this first point first, right? Sometimes people are so anxious to get out everything they want to say that they forget that you're even present. So you can say, excuse me, may I interject for a moment before we go on to the next point? However, there's a way to do it. We don't want to say, when you said that the last time, you know, just really getting rambunctious there. And, you know, like I said, just making sure we're not going back and forth. If we see that the conversation is not resolving, we're not getting anywhere. In fact, it's getting worse. There's no need to continue to go back and forth in this way. All right. So we have to pull back. And maybe it's just not the right timing for us to have this conversation. Maybe the emotions are too high. Maybe we're just out of energy and we're really not in the right headspace to have this conversation. Let's come back to it later. However, we don't want to let things keep going on and on and on without checking them. So making sure that everyone is calm, we're in the right headspace, we're able to receive what each other has to say, and we're getting to the root of the issue because the point of conflict is resolution. We are trying to get to resolution. We're not trying to get the other person on our side. And that's something we like to do at times, right? We want to get the other person on our side to believe what we believe, to see our point, to agree with us. That's not the point of conflict. Conflict is there to actually help us grow. So we're actually merging together, not to be on the same page as far as one agrees with the other. However, just to increase our level of deeper compassion and understanding for one another. So it is always to resolve, how can we resolve this issue? What works for you? What works for me? How can we be effective in negotiating? Regardless of what it is, right? When we think of negotiation, we oftentimes think of business or work. But negotiation really is, okay, this is what works for me, what works for you, what are we willing to be flexible to do in order to make this work? 
And if we're not willing to be flexible in this area, then this is an area that we don't touch until we can. Okay. So those are my tips that I have for you when it comes to handling conflict. I hope this was helpful for you. Sometimes confrontation, conflict can feel scary. It can feel nerve wracking, but the more that we practice and the more that we stand our ground and the more that we speak up immediately when we see something, not letting things build up, the easier handling conflict will become. So thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, we're here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heartblend Podcast.